0: Unshackled.
1: Uncouth.
0: What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only.
1: It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi. Mm -hmm. Um, If you ever listen or watch videos on YouTube of unboxings and you love them, we're going to be doing one at the end of the podcast.
2: Yeah. I love a good unboxing. I never even understood the point of this until I had a kid, and then she got into this whole thing. I get it.
0: I wonder why. Why is it so exciting? I never got that. It's like, I don't get it. You get to get the gift whatever's in the box.
2: I know. I think it's the fascination. It's the suspense of what what exactly is it. And especially if you're never going to get something quite like that as a kid, you're like, I I would rather see it and Mm -hmm. just see what's happening with it. And they- it's it's very ASMR, and they make it—the sounds are cool, yeah. and the colors, and the way the video looks. I, I get it now, even though it's—I'm still kind of like, meh, but I do get it. I do I get mean,
0: the ASMR part, though. Like, I'm into that. Like, when people are cooking or making coffee, like, ooh. Yeah. That gets me,
1: though. Ooh. It's good. Um, some good stuff. I remember years ago, Holly, when we worked with Kramer, mm-hmm. and in radio, we always say, like, the dead season for content creation on a morning show where you have to, like— Pool and and struggle for content is usually when you get back from Christmas break. Yes, like usually like the first day, first couple days back, you got stories from your time off and the holidays, and you sort of do the New Year's resolution bits and stuff like that. The and then new you get year, to that you. like
2: mid part of January,
1: right? Where it's just like nothing until yeah. you get to like the Super Bowl and then Valentine's Day. Right. Um. One year years ago when working with Kramer, I went to Atlanta for Christmas. And my mom gave me this present that was in a box. And I remember we brought the box to the studio. And like you and Kramer didn't know what it was. And so like every day for like a week or two, people would call in and get like one guess for what it was.
2: I have forgot about that. Yes.
1: You would have thought that this like and like this wasn't even like a you get what's in the box. No. Like it was just like what crazy present did my mom give me that was in this very like generic. Box.
2: Yeah, I remember, and I don't remember some things. Yes, I don't know why, but I do remember that.
1: And people called it. I mean, people were like huge. every day were like, "Oh my god, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box?" Yeah. And then finally, someone guessed it was a box of laundry detergent.
0: Oh because, wow! Someone had guessed that.
1: Yes, because like my uncle at the time was working at this factory, and like literally. He would just take in like a regular box and just scoop out laundry that's detergent. Right. And he would box it up and give it to people for Christmas. And it, wasn't it was not like.
2: Powdered laundry detergent <laughs> in a box. No name, no brand, just a, po- a bunch of, a box of laundry powder.
1: Oh my God. Oh my and
2: God. It couldn't have been anything better than that. No, I that's mean, true. and people
1: like thought it was just the funniest thing in the world. But so that's I why, was, I, like- I was
2: like, what was in that damn yeah. box? And I'm like, yes!
1: I a like bunch that of. Idea. Powdered
2: laundry detergent.
1: Oh, my gosh, I should bring that back. What's yeah. in the box?
2: I don't know if we could top powdered laundry <laughs> detergent, though, in a plain unmarked
1: box. Oh, my gosh. So we will, We have a box that is uh, unmarked that was mailed to us that we will unbox. Yeah. Um, But I've been so excited to talk about this this week. Mm. I can say after a drought... Well, I did read Elvis Duran's book, but before that, it's been about since 2013 of reading a book.
2: I know you really fell off.
1: I did. Like once you like literally with Instagram becoming like a daily thing and uh. not just uh, post pictures with the stories and whatnot. My reading just went down, and I used to like just. I worked at Barnes and Noble. Like Man, I was a bookseller. You're I love a book books. Worm. Yes, and then I stopped because I just I couldn't focus. Well, I finally delved into the audiobook. Because I'm like, you know what? I just can't do some of the political podcasts anymore. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just, it hurts my soul. And then I just get angry. Yes. That's I'm, what I'm
2: saying. Like, you can't live in that space. No, right. No, no. Right. No, no, I no, can't. No, no. I'm
1: like, unless I finally decide to go into politics, I'm just going to take, I'm focusing just my efforts on getting people to vote.
2: <clears throat> which is good.
1: Donating to causes that are important to me, staying informed as much as possible. Other than that, but not overly informed. I can't. Yeah. It's too much. So I was like, you know what? This literally Sunday, I was like, what can I read? What can I delve into as an audiobook? Mm-hmm. And so I heard about this book that I was like, this is like right up my alley. And I can't wait for this to become a movie because I know it oh. will be. It's called The Final Girl Support Group. Okay? okay. So what it's about is there is this trope in horror movies that there is a final girl. Think about Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Yeah. Or uh, Nev Campbell in Scream. Right. Or the home girl that was in uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Or, J- you know. I don't
2: actually know. I've never seen those movies. But, yes, I get it.
1: Well, there's, a- there's always that girl that finally lives to the very end of the movie, and then she's the one that lives to tell the story.
0: Correct. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. snap. And that's
1: the final girl. Yeah. Well, the premise of this book is the final girl support group is all these women come together. To support each other and to talk about their traumas.
2: Oh wow! Is it like from those stories or just random stuff? Yeah, so they made them up.
1: What they did is, because probably for copyright issues, like it's sort of like a like a generic brand of like Ah! the stories of like they have a girl who uh, her brother escaped. From a mental asylum on Halloween night, okay, and slaughtered anyone who stood between him and his sister. Yeah, uh, there was a camp counselor who survived a killer who claimed he was seeking revenge for a non-existent son, Jason. Okay, oh, uh, so it
2: was like those, but right? They, they can't just worked say around
1: it. Uh, yeah. Let's see, uh, Julia was left a final girl after her boyfriend and one of his friends decided to turn her into a final girl. Scream. Scream. So it's really fascinating. And so they place it like what happens after the fact. And yeah. so it's like 16 years later after all these traumas have happened. Yeah. And like how have the women gone about living their lives after these crazy ass traumas?
2: That's so crazy. It's really
1: fascinating. And so there's one who the the, the narrator, Lynette, um, hers is based off of a a, a a book or movie I've never seen called The Silent or the Silent Night, Deadly Night. It was a horror film in the 80s about, like, Christmas stuff. Oh, I don't know. Um, but she's, like, the uh, the protagonist in it, and she's the one that, like, lives in total, complete fear. Oh. Like, her house is on lockdown. She doesn't own a car because she's afraid of her information being with the DMV. She's got, like, several escape routes planned, And so that sort of sets up the story. And then all of a sudden, some of the girls start dying or uh, disappearing. Oh, And so they're like, maybe somebody has come back to sort of fulfill the killings of all these women from these different stories. That's cool. So it is like, I have been just so engrossed of like, anytime I'm doing something, I'm like... When can I get into my car or at home to just, like, listen to this audiobook? Because it's so fascinating. That's the best. So it's just been really cool to sort of, like, dive back into that sort of storytelling or a book, just reading, but just audiobook-wise. And there are some of it where I get kind of confused because I'm sure the way it's written is different and doesn't translate to the audio part.
2: Yeah, Uh, I have to imagine that's tough.
1: So I kind of want to, like, buy the book, like, a paperback version for, like, $5 just so I can, like, when I'm like, all right, that doesn't make sense, let me, like, look at the text. Mm. Um, But I've just been, like, super excited to talk about it. And I knew we didn't have enough time on the air to, like, me tell the premise. Yeah. Because it's, like, so, like, when you hear it, though, you're like... What is that? I love
2: it. I love that.
1: So fascinating.
2: That's really cool. Good for you for getting back into books.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited. So now I'm like, what's going to be my next one? So like- I
2: need to really... I- I haven't finished, and I ke- I almost can't remember that I didn't finish, but I didn't finish Untamed. Oh, you didn't? Not oh. yet. I'm, like, half the dang way through, and I was already so inspired by it you that I was, this, like, Holly. that I'm, like, passing it along. I'm, like, yeah. y'all need to read this. Man, I, bitch, I haven't even finished it. You will. Untamed. You will. It is on my bedside table, but, uh, so I'm, I have that one that I need to finish, Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which is awesome. But right now I also got a new book that's, like, natural magic.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh. Hey. Are we becoming a witchy woman?
2: yeah. Pretty much. The so woman. yeah. Ooh ooh, witchy woman. So I'm just reading about that.
1: <laughs> now, what exactly is it about? I mean, are you like, is it like casting spells is it or the magic is it like- it's around the universe? Not even
2: getting into casting spells or anything because that's that's a that's a little much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but right it is now. So, right no, now. That's true. But right now, Gateway um, drug. <laughs> yeah. And interestingly, I don't want to go there. But like what Scott said was a little bit valid, where it's like the magic in the earth and the in the universe all, that's already around us. Like it's not just um you did it's just made up. Like when you start to actually dig into um like the four elements fire, water, earth, air, they're it's they're they hour. correspond to different things. Um the seasons, like they're all all of everything is connected. And mm. so it's it and I just really just started it. Um but it goes through like when you do things like, it starts with just intention. What is your intention for anything that you do mm. in the world? So it's a di- it's a kind of a combo like yes like witchy woman stuff, but it's also um, psychological mm. in a way. And so mm-hmm. I find this fascinating because I'm I'm into both of those types of things. And so I'm I'm interested in and in, it's in really easy to read. And so far I've only like just really begun, maybe like the first ten pages or anything. But it's just really easy to read, and it's super helpful to me because I've not found something that is lays it out like that. Mm. This whole thing of, like, you know, witchiness, there to me, I'm like, but what do I do? Give me a set of instructions. And people mm. are like, well, you just have to feel it. And I'm like, that's great, but where are the damn instructions? Right.
1: I was like, I need a point A, point B, point C, point D.
2: I'm coming from Catholicism here, okay? Like, right. I need an, a manual. Right. Which is the reason this is interesting, and the reason I think that uh, it I get so d- a little bit deeper look into it is because so much of Catholicism is ritualistic and mm-hmm. symbols mm-hmm. and right. spells. Like, right. what do you think these things are that I've done my whole life? And I'm like, oh. He's, you know, saying the blessing over the host, like, that's a spell. Like, what do, what do we think this is? Where did it come from? Obviously, a lot of Catholicism and the uh, holidays and the traditions came from pagan things that already existed. Mm-hmm. So it's all almost like just coming in and I'm like, oh, it's just breaking me wide open. So I, I just find it interesting.
1: I feel like that was so much of college. If you'd never been to where you're like sitting in class and the mm. teacher is like, Here's a concept and you're like the mind blown emoji. Yes. And you're just like, What? Yeah. You mean it just wasn't always that way forever? That yeah. like it came
2: from something? Yeah. What? What were the roots and why have we? Why is there so much secrecy? Let mm. me do some digging. Wow.
1: Right.
2: So anyway, that's my, that's my new book at the moment that I really am in, I'm into. All
1: uh, right, Scott, are you reading anything right now?
0: Yeah, I'm listening to the audio book by Jay Shetty. The book's called uh, think like a monk. He went and he was a monk for a couple of years, and now he's, like, sharing, like, you know, the ways of life the which monks live. I'm not very far in it, but I've just, it's one I've wanted to have and read That's for a long cool. time. But I did, what you did is, like, all right, let me just get the audio audible book of it and just kind of start listening to it as I casually listen to podcasts. Right. It's like that, but, you know, you can take a couple little little bits and nuggets away from it, so.
1: No, because isn't, I see people sharing his stuff on Instagram yeah. and stuff a lot. The dude's the
0: ish. He's, like, just an amazing guy. I mean, he was going into finance when he was in college. Like, super smart and just super inspirational. And then after, you know, he lived with monks for a long time and actually just studied that way, his connectedness to the world and just his way of living is just so cool. He's just like a good human. And so, yeah, you'll see a lot of people share stuff on Instagram because the things he has to say, he has a podcast, he's on plenty of uh, people's podcasts and vlogs. It's just, it's very, just, it hits you right in the soul. And you're like, man, what a good person. Very inspirational.
1: Mm-hmm. You should try to book him on our podcast. I'd love to get to know mm. him and talk. I know he was on Elvis Duran show, so, I mean, if he can be on Elvis Duran's show, why can't he, he can be on be, our podcast? You know,
0: hey, I will do my part and reach out. You know what I did, though, is actually there's another one I want to get. It's the High Five Habit. I'm trying to think. Mel Robbins, she's another speaker that I follow. And actually, I shared, like, a little thing where it's like, you know, you just high five yourself in the mirror. And it's it's this whole psychological thing. That's just kind of the premise. So I did that on my Instagram. On my Insta story, I was, like, high of myself, and I tagged her. I got reposted on her story. Ooh. I was like, oh, shit, because <laughs> she's a big-time speaker, too, and, like, doing the things that I want to do eventually. I'm like, that's cool. all right. So maybe that's a little closer on her because she just came out with a book, too. That's the next on the list, the high-five habit.
1: Yeah, I mean, usually, listen, never think we're too small because if – Anybody who's selling a book or trying to hawk a podcast or something, they are willing to spread their message to anyone that will listen.
0: Yeah, I just don't so. know how to get in touch with these people and they have like four million followers and you're like, How am I, how's my message gonna get through? But you
1: know. a publicist?
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, oh, usually okay. they have a publicist yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah. So they have a website, there's like a contact button and yeah. then they tell okay, you. Okay, I'll work it is. on
1: that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is something I had
0: a thought of yesterday. So That's all right.
1: Yeah. I know that's always something that I feel like I missed out on as a radio talent especially working in a big market because like back in like the early 2000s if we would have been around back then like that's when like Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears or the Backstreet Boys they would have like rolled through the studio back in the day and we would have like had to have been in contact with like their record reps or their publicists or stuff like that to like arrange all that stuff because like I remember growing up and listening to the morning shows in Atlanta and like you know, Mariah Carey would, like, come through and be on the radio live, and it's like, oh, my God, Mariah Carey's in their studio. I
2: just never thought that, like, that was real for us. Mm. Does that seem weird? Like, I— Well, because I well, feel we were like— we in small markets.
1: Right, right. And then
2: by the time we got to big markets, <laughs> it felt like, well, even though we're in big markets, ain't nobody want to see us. Like, I yeah. just never felt like I was at that level. I never did.
1: Well, I just—I feel like it sort of has been—even though— celebrities are accessible because of social media, Yeah, like getting actually in contact with them is hard. And so because of that social media, the, especially in our world of top 40 pop radio, you know, like Cardi B isn't going to just scroll through. No. You know, Hot 101.5, you know, she'll go through with uh, The Breakfast Club. Yeah. You know, in New York. Or Ryan Seacrest in L.A. because, you know, they have – they're syndicated. They're in lots of different markets. They and have so, a contact. Right. I mean, and I think even just Halsey just did an article or an interview where she said she won't – do the sort of, like, radio cycle of interviews and with TV stations when she has an album because she was like, I killed myself yeah, trying to, like, talk to every single little radio station. And so a lot of times do it either,
2: we I'll get
1: left out as, you know, just a one little morning show in Tampa, Florida.
2: Yeah, what do you, what's the reach? Right, If you're an artist like that, you're going to want to go to somebody that's on, like, 20
1: stations yeah. and right. you get
2: more bang for your buck right. than, like, just the metro of Tampa Bay.
1: <laughs> right. Whereas back in the day, like, that's what you did. And that's you the know? only way you could Radio do it because tour. back
2: in the day there wasn't social media. Yeah. So you had to do that.
1: Like, I remember those interviews being always so captivating, like, in Atlanta listening to, you know, Kelly Clarkson when she had her, like, first CD and was doing the rounds and, like, they had her uh, play, um, what was that video game that you, not video game, um, we had drums and. Oh, it, rock band. Rock band or something. And like they had her play it on air and it was just like, then it like, she was really casual and it was just like on the school bus, like, oh my God, this is so fascinating. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Makes you know, but human. That's before they did ratings the way they do it now. So they can just like talk for like 20 damn minutes. I know. Like, I was it's fine. Like, like,
2: that's not really. That's <laughs> that's, not a... You can't do that now. No. no. No,
1: when we do interview people on Zoom, like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah, we got to edit it for like six and like three minutes and be like, oh, the rest of it's on the website. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that works. That that's okay. Um, let's do the unboxing. Let's do it. Let's do it right. now. Who? What's the what's the context of this unboxing? How
2: much do you want me to tell?
1: Um, well, I guess does it? If you say the context, then it, will it spoil it? Yeah. Okay, so we'll just open it and then you'll explain I the think. context.
2: Let me ma- hold on. Before we do this, I want to like pull up some info so I have it. That way, I'm not like.
1: Uh, I what is, so hold on. And by the way If you're listening on Apple Podcast Or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts We obviously, we mentioned it several times We do the video Or the podcast live on YouTube Um And so you can As you hear us doing this, you can see us doing it On the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel And by the way The Miguel and Holly Instagram is still hacked Oh god Oh yes yeah Just yeah. makes me sad
2: Shoot This is going
1: to be rough if I can't find it. Oh, Uh, I'm sure they included it. I'm about to say, there's some information in there. All right. All right, Holly, I'm going to make you the big screen on here. Hey. All right, there we go. Ooh. Ooh. Holly's got a big box. Nice bit. That's a big ass box. Holy moly. I I now see why people like
0: the unboxing.
1: All right, let's see. And while you're doing that, I'm going to say hi to. Is that. Tommy Liu? Lazaro. Lazaro, you guys are amazing. And Tommy said, hey, hello. All right. Holly. Careful, careful. Is unzipping the box. Or unzipping. Unzipping. Scissor. Nope. Nope. Not that nope, no. You can use scissoring. I was going to. Holly scissoring the box? No. Nope. She was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can I, I? I
0: can. It's.
2: I found the name. Okay. okay. Go ahead. It's called Just the Tipsy. Oh. oh
1: just the Tipsy? Just Old the tipsy. nickname. Okay.
2: You're going to enjoy it,
1: I think, when I pull it out of the Oh, my God. Look at the size of this thing. It looks like something that, like, a bottle would come in or something. It does. Or it's oh something God. very fragile. But I've had wine oh delivered Oh, God. Before. That is so big. I've heard that before, too. <gasps> what is
0: that? Oh, look at that. Oh. Oh, my God.
1: Oh. I uh, get it. Uh, ta-da. Ta-da. Oh. <laughs> That looks just like a, a tipsy. wow. Uh, so for those of you that are just listening and not watching, it All is right. a is that is that wine or is it liqueur or what it is, is it? It is
2: wine. It is a bubbly rosé in a penis. Oh, that sounds so good, <laughs> and it looks like a penis.
0: It's, oh wow! And oh,
1: Holly stroking the penis. <laughs> Scott, once you get one and put it up to the camera. Them. There's three. Oh, we each get a penis. We yes.
0: all get a penis?
2: Oh, you thank God.
1: Holly, you're like Oprah, but with penis eggs. You
2: get a penis.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Ooh. Look at the size of this right. penis.
1: Wow.
0: Oh, my God.
1: All right. This it looks is... so good and tasty, too. Well. Well. <laughs> Scott, you should taste it.
0: I will, but not now. I have a whole rest of the day. I that can't be really is on a... a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's
1: wow. what that That's is. Just old, the tipsy. It's bubbly. So it's
2: it's so basically it's like champagne. Wow. Is what it is.
0: I
1: love this. Oh, oh I cannot my wait God, to drink of this. Of course
2: it is, because when you pop the
1: cork. Oh, it's gonna spill out. <laughs>
0: it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I love everything about this.
1: Wait, can you take wine on uh, planes? Yeah. No.
2: Yeah, I think you can. I, I mean, you, you have, have to, to check it. To
1: it. Or maybe I'll order. I want to take this to um to, to, to my bachelor party.
2: Actually, okay, and let me kind of uh, pull back and spoil the, the secret. It's not like we didn't—I didn't know what this was.
0: I put did. your mouth on it, Scott.
1: I'm not put my mouth on. Just put your mouth on it. No, no one's watching. It's I'm, fine. N- so, no one's yes, there are at least no three one, people watching. No one's <laughs> watching, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so I put down my
0: penis. So when I, <laughs> I was scared to drop it. When
2: I <laughs> got, I got an Instagram message from them, and mm. they reached out, and they were like, "Hey, can we send you some product and review it?" And I was like, "Cause." Sometimes companies will reach out and be like, can you post our product in exchange for the product? Like, we'll give it to you if you, like, post it. And when you're an individual that doesn't work in radio, like, that's probably fine. Right. That's what would be, like, considered an influencer. Mm -hmm. But working in radio, we have to be super-duper careful so that it's not considered illegal. Yeah. There's a whole thing that's part of, like, the law, that you can't just be like, I just got this out of nowhere and I think it's the best wine that I've ever had. You should drink it. That's illegal.
1: Even influencers now have to disclose because, I mean, that's how we got the crackdown in radio. Yeah. Because we are owned by corporations, but then influencers like Kendall Jenner, I don't know if it's Kendall, but one of the one of the Jenner girls got flagged for it because she didn't disclose it's, that yes. she was getting paid for it.
2: Right. It's oh. all about disclosure. So mm-hmm. if you're getting paid for something or if you're getting free product, you can't just, like, hawk it and just be like, this is the best thing ever because that's that's shady business.
1: Right. You're getting paid to say that.
2: You are. And I'm not getting paid to say this, but they did send us this for free. So this mm. company, just the tipsy, slid in my DMs and said, can we send you some of these? Um, and it's then so maybe bad. you post about it. I said, I can't even guarantee that we would post about it because that's how careful I like to be. Right. Yeah. But in full disclosure here on the podcast, they did send us this for free. And then I was like, oh, my God, can you Yes, send it to me because I want to give this as a gift for Miguel's wedding. Yeah, penis wine. <laughs> but then after like all the logistics, I was like, "I, we can't do that." So it, it would have spoiled, I would have spoiled the surprise at some point. So I did think about it about gifting this to you, but then I was like, "Just send it to everybody, and we'll just, you know, we'll talk about it, and we'll give you the shout out for thank, thank you for this sending is, this to us."
0: I'm so pumped for this. But penis. they,
2: they say that this is like. They have such a great time with bachelorette parties, obviously. Takes two or hands. Par- oh, Guys, my oh my
1: god. god! Probably a third. Wow! You could do. You could do probably four hands. That's insane. Four. One, one on the ball. That's wow. Too much.
2: <laughs> so anyway, That's too much. Uh, I may. We may take a little quick pick. Maybe I'll throw it on my Instagram and just be like.
1: Oh, look, Scott has such small hands. Look at- Good size hands You would need five
0: mm, hands. No I wouldn't Look at it this It would take
1: five of your hands To cover the whole thing Don't s- spread your fingers
0: My hands aren't spread Look you at that You got little
1: fingers Like Holly I got big
0: Look my hands look
1: oh, oh, you got no. pretty hands Like Holly they like little bi- Dainty hands
0: I got a big hand There's nothing wrong With that yeah. You got little precious hands I don't have little precious hands I have an actual Meaty pretty big hand See look I at have
2: Holly a have
1: a thin hand. hands Your hands are so petite And cute Holly that's so sweet.
2: feel good, probably.
1: <laughs> See? <laughs> That's all I'm Oh, dear. Oh, well, apparently my hands feel good, too. <laughs> I don't know what your hands feel like, but they well, look good. Nobody, Nobody wants to know. I don't.
0: <laughs> People want to know. know what my hands feel like. <laughs> Nobody needs Nobody needs it. Sometimes I get a little callous, though, from a
1: lot of Hey,
2: I make sure. Never mind. You know, we've gone off topic.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, thank you to uh, Just the tipsy.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... tipsy. I don't even know. Like, I can't just bring this home. Yes, you can. I have a kid. Right, she I'll doesn't know it. what that is. I hope not. But yeah. like then she'd be like, what is it? And I'd be it's like, no, nah,
1: al- it's wine. It's booze. You don't you're not allowed to know what this is just yet.
2: I don't even want to. I just gonna I'm gonna hide it. Right, yeah. I'll
0: take it off your hands for you.
1: I bet you no, will. I don't
2: to keep my hands on it. Oh. oh. I just want to see what it tastes like.
1: God. Oh, <laughs> heard that. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I've said that.
2: Oh <laughs> no. Just, oh no.
0: Just the taste.
1: Wait.
2: Just the
0: tipsy. Stop. Wow.
2: Stop. Well, anyway, they're on Instagram. Um, so if you want to, uh, you know, find them, it's just the tipsy on Instagram.
1: There we go. Uh,
2: Perfect for bachelorette parties. And, and gay, bachelor parties. Gay everything.
1: Yeah, my bachelor is coming up too soon.
2: Bring this. Bring this.
1: I'm gonna have to. Well, I might maybe have to just have it shipped to the place we're staying. I think
2: you can pack it in your you luggage. Pack it.
1: Girl, my luggage is gonna be overflowing, and I'm trying not to take a carry on. That's so, true. Or uh, I'm not to trying to check it a bag
0: and have it get broken.
1: I mean, it was shipped here, so yeah. maybe if you can like order it from because <clears throat> you know Uber bought Drizzly.
0: Oh, they did.
1: Yeah, I like bu- Drizzly. Did. Drizzly mm-hmm. was
2: a good a good thing. I, yeah. I think that was awesome.
1: Uber- yeah. So Uber bought Drizzly. So uh, didn't they buy
0: Postmates too?
1: They bought a lot. Yeah, they just—that's what the tech company Damn. do. They just buy everything. All the hey competition monopoly. Up, that's bad right? for real. Uh, so now you'll never be able to talk to someone or get help. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna—I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm like speaking of my bachelor party. Like I—it's so crazy because there's so many plans going on that I have zero clue about. I was gonna Ooh.
0: say, do you have any idea what you're gonna be doing?
1: Nope. Like the only thing I said that I wanted to do A was because Abe, my fiance his bachelor party is happening that weekend too because it's gonna oh, be yeah. after they do the smart ride for HIV AIDS for Miami. Are you guys doing it together? To the smart
0: ride? No, no, no. After he gets done with the smart ride, like your are your bachelor parties gonna combine?
1: No. So we each each wedding party got a different house an airbnb and so i just requested because it's too much to try to do stuff together yeah yeah because people have their spouses too with them so i was like i just want to do a sunset cruise that sunday night together is it
2: before or after thanksgiving
1: Uh, it's before so it's that weekend going into thanksgiving so it's that friday saturday (laughs) like i'll leave um like we're doing our food drive yeah (laughs) which i'm gonna be so distracted like the last two hours i'm gonna be like we need food I'm about to see a lot of dicks. Oh,
2: oh my God. Oh, no, no.
1: Um. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah. uh, you're leaving
0: right after the food truck?
1: Like, literally, I think my flight, like, I may have to leave, like, right at 10 because my flight that Friday is at 105. So, I'm going to just literally just.
2: Oh, dang, you better get. Up out of there.
1: Actually, Scott, I may need you to actually drive me to the airport because I don't leave my car there that many days. That's, a long That's
0: fine. Hey, you know I got you. It's just Please. like a twenty bucks, no biggie. Bitch!
1: Twenty bucks? Gas, Miguel, gas. Do it's you a- know how much food I have cooked you over the past two years? Huh?
0: Well. Aggressive.
1: Yeah, I can drive you. Oh, <laughs> I'll just ask Holly when you drive No, Ho-
0: no, Holly, do not agree to that. Why? Because he's going to use up your gas.
1: why <laughs>
0: <pay laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> you now you're telling me where I can use my gas.
2: Yes. <laughs> Damn, it's not even. That, it's on the way. Oh, Holly, you
0: got to go take care of your kid. I'm drive. I'll drive. <laughs> no, I'll drive I
2: i do not <laughs> He's in school until three p.m. Well, what can yeah, somebody one,
1: take my ass to the airport? We
2: will get you there. Don't you worry we about it. We'll go together. And then uh, that whole thing will be a fun time for you guys. I'm excited.
1: Oh, uh, it's going to be a. Um, I'm like excited, but then after the past two times. Wait, that you I've,
2: didn't invite Scott?
0: No.
1: Oh, I didn't invite anybody. I didn't invite. Listen, I literally. That's cool.
0: Hey, I, I hate bachelor parties. I'm not fun.
1: Well, I – listen. Why? This whole pro. Actually, can I, t- can I be honest? This is why I haven't posted any pictures of, of our wedding parties. Just because like I just oh, know that there are people that are gonna like gonna
0: say some but shit. you like isn't that like such a therapy thing like you cannot be in control of other people's emotions like that is on them if they want to be upset like if they're gonna see it because that is your like not everyone could be a part of a wedding party no like, it's that's true. just what are you gonna have fucking forty people up there? oh God, I didn't want to offend anybody no, it's on you if you're gonna look at that and then you decide to get offended like if anything, just be grateful that you're going to be going to the wedding because not everyone has to go to that. But, again, it just sucks, though, because you should be able to share that stuff and not, and not live in fear of somebody else's emotions.
2: Man, ain't that the
1: truth? I mean, I to be 100% honest, you are 100% correct because, like, when I surprised the people that I asked to be in the wedding, um, I created these little boxes with, like, pictures from memories. And, like, I got pictures of them, like, being surprised by it. And, like— I told myself once the last person got it, I was going to post them, and then I literally went to go post it, and then I was like, God, but, like, somebody's going to be like, well, why didn't he ask me? Because, like, there are a couple of people that it was just because of proximity that I was like, but then some, I don't know, there was just a lot of thought that went into it, and I just didn't want to offend anybody.
0: Of course, and you don't, but, like, there's no way around, and, like. It's a special it's moment. It's too. for you. It's yeah. already done. Are and going people, to the wedding,
1: they're going to see it. No matter what. I was going to
2: say, are they invited to the wedding? The people that didn't make the cut for the ba- the the yeah. party?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Then yeah. yeah. you know
2: what? They can put their big boy pants <laughs> yes. on and deal with it. True. And I know it sucks. It's way it way easier said than done. Right. But But you're not
0: in control of their emotions. Like, that is completely on them. And, of course, yeah, they might be offended, but that's okay. Like, we're going to get hurt sometimes. And it's like, it's not going to ruin the world. It's not going to stop spinning. The world does not revolve around everybody else. Yeah, it just sucks. But that's a real, like, a real big problem, like, so many people. Like, I don't want to do things to upset somebody else or offend somebody else. It's like, well, this is my special moment. It's not yours. Like, I want to post. So you're posting for you.
1: It's true. I mean, I've seen a couple of memes recently about... You know, like, don't be around or try not to be around people that you feel nervous to share your success with. Oh, that's
2: good. That's
1: real. And there have been a couple of things in my life that I'll be able to share, you know, that I've been super excited about. But because I know people have stuff going on in their lives, I'm like.
2: Ooh. But even the people that do have stuff going on in their lives, I'm sure. And I, I don't know the circumstances. Yeah. yeah. So I'm talking blind here. Right. But. um. Even if there's something going on in someone's life, it shouldn't prevent them from being happy for your success. That's correct. Mm. That's right. Right. Like, I have some particular, like, slight slight bitter issues about the fact that I see a lot of couples on, like, social media. Mm -hmm. I can't really do that. I can do, I do my little, like, I put a picture over my person's face, and I've started to do that, which has sort of quelled that part of me, but before that, I couldn't do anything. Right. And- but I, it didn't make me wanna want them to stop. Mm. It just made me sad for myself. Right, like, right. I still want. I, I was. I'm not trying to project my my trauma onto other people to be like, you all need to stop posting because it's hurting my feelings. Right. Yeah. No, post. It mm. just. It doesn't stop me from feeling sad. But I take responsibility for that because it isn't fair. Right. But I'm dealing with the unfairness of it. Mm. So. It, you can't hold your You can't dim your light So that you don't, you hurt someone's eyes Like right. you gotta oh, just yeah.
1: Put you, that on a fucking poster board yeah. yeah Yeah Dim your light Tell them to get some
2: else's. damn sunglasses That's like, a oh. meme
1: That's a meme That's gonna be one of my thoughts
2: Ma- Miguel's thoughts
1: Mm-hmm It's gonna Holly O'Connor Radio Holly
2: I probably stole it from somebody So <laughs> That's don't That's okay Don't <laughs> do that But don't dim your light What did I say? Don't dim your light Because it hurt someone because else's eyes it hurt eyes. someone else's
1: eyes Ooh, I need to write that
2: down I may have stolen it. I don't know. Hey, no, keep Sounds it. like somebody else said it, but I think that's appropriate. That's why just put
1: unknown under. I'm about to say Holly
2: O'Connor or unknown or, no, or unknown.
1: I know that's like the one that I just got from Peloton that I've just been loving. Uh, know your worth, then add tax.
2: Mm. I don't know what that means exactly. I'll be honest with you. I saw it and I was like, hmm. Mm.
1: You're like, yes, girl. It
2: sounds like, bitch, yes. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. And when I read it, I'm like, bitch, yes. And then I thought, I actually thought about it and I was like. like,
1: So what it means is like, 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 let's say you feel, you know, like you want to, you feel like you're unappreciated and they don't understand your worth at your job. Okay. So they're saying, know your worth, know what you bring to the table. Yes. And then add a little extra in there, too. I bet you uh-huh. even better than that. Add the tax, bitch. At the 7% tax, because you Ooh. fucking deserve it. Add the tax. That's
2: tough. Right? I
1: usually feel like I don't deserve any
2: Anything, of that. Anything, right? Just Let get alone first the point. tax. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll give you tax. Right? Yeah.
1: Mm-mm. So I heard that on a Peloton ride from the coach, and I was like... Yes. They do have good nuggets. Bitch, I wanted to, like, pause it and like write it down. <laughs> so I literally kept repeating it in my head until the end of the <laughs> ride, so I could remember to look it up. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's good.
1: My God. Because please believe there are a couple of phrases I'm going to just start sprinkling in that I've heard from Peloton from the coaches oh. that I'm just like, I'm going to steal that one. That was good.
0: I like that. Why, Why you like, didn't mm-hmm. help somebody else? That's cool. Like I there's know. one where oh. I was just
1: feeling really down one day and then I was literally just trying to get to the ride. And then the instructor, uh, I think Ally Love, oh. she was like, hey, hey, keep that crown up on your head. Mm. You special. And like literally I was like, you yeah. right you right. Keep that crown up,
0: girl. That
1: crown's there. Man. So I'm going to start sprinkling it in there. I'll be like, keep your crown up. That's what right. you doing? Amen. That's good. Mm. Thank you, Peloton. <laughs> wow.
2: Peloton coming in with the inspiration today. I right? got a
1: ton. I but love it. Got
2: to pay for it. That's all.
1: All right. We're going to take our dicks. There uh, yeah, we are. Just the tipsy. Um, I'm going to today, later this afternoon, I have a dentist appointment, later this afternoon, I'm mm-hmm. going to post my wedding party. <gasps> on my Instagram, Fuck yeah, I'm oh, gonna post good. the pictures. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna like do it. the shit
0: out of it. I'm I will do it. too. I will
1: comment on that bitch. <sighs> Let's go. I'm gonna do it. Celebrate yeah. people's success. <sighs> Come on, baby. All right, I'm gonna do that later. Uh, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S C O T T T A V L I N. Holly O'Connor,
2: Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter.
1: And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R, where you will see later on today on October. No, it's November
0: 3rd. Jesus Christ, November I'm... 3rd. <laughs> what? November. November
1: 3rd, I'll be posting my wedding party, plus our officiant, Miss Holly O'Connor.
2: Oh! Yeah. So pumped.
1: Uh, and oh, my make... God.
2: Oh, my God. I really got to work on this speech. I gotta
1: work on my thing. Today, it's like two minutes. Months. That's it. You're good. Yes, Jesus. get it. It's gonna okay. be so much fun. Um, all right, and we will see you Friday. Bye.